You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. My name is Jeremiah Jones, and I'm the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, Candace and Cher discuss the topic of being aware of our dreams and desires. When we've experienced childhood trauma, we are typically living in survival mode until we heal. Healing opens up space for us to connect with what we're called to do and what gives us joy. Listen in as Candace and Cher talk about what a few of their dreams are. Hey everyone, it's Candace and Cher with Processing Trauma Out Loud, and we are back to continue a conversation about cultivating self-awareness. Cher, we're going to wrap the topic of self-awareness up today and move into a new cultivation topic next week, but we want to explore what it means to have self-awareness about our dreams and about creating, about meaning, about purpose. Yeah, we've just had a fun little discussion about that for us personally. And how are you feeling about cultivating self-awareness in do we dream? And if not, can we dream? Yeah, it's such an important topic. And I think I want to also use the word desire, because I think for those of us with childhood trauma, the truth is, is that childhood trauma is evil's attempt to kill our desire, to kill what it is that is most alive about us. And that when we experience particularly intentional harm, but that may not even be true, when we have experienced harm, deep harm and trauma in childhood, our desire had to be silenced. And as we begin to heal, we begin to feel stirrings of, hey, there's something that I really desire. There's something I would love to experience, or there's something that I would love to create. There can be a level of almost feeling uncomfortable with the awareness of desire growing within us. And to that, I just want to say that this is the place of our glory, the place where we feel the most alive and the place where we can bring our whole heart and our passion to the world for whatever purpose. This is where our glory shines. And so I just want to say that as we start, that if even talking about dreams and desires is hard, Mm -hmm. I invite our listeners to explore what is difficult about it and can they move toward it slowly, maybe carefully, maybe with help, but keep moving toward it because this is the restoration and the transformation process that is really so worthy of all the hard work. I'm glad that you're mentioning that there is work involved in dreaming. If you think back to childhood, and let's just say that you're in an environment that fosters and draws out things that you do like, and you have curiosity around you to try new things and to be able to express what you like and what you don't like. That is a gift. And I do know people who have that, have had that experience. They don't struggle so much with being able to access the things that they want to do in life and the the dreams that they have. But when you've experienced a childhood that involves just trying to figure out how to survive, there, there isn't much space to dream. 
And, you know, that's deeply sad. And it's actually more common than I think we like to even talk about. But you and I both know being in this space of healing from childhood trauma, that it is painful at times to think about dreaming. And we also know that it can happen. Yeah. And that it's so good. I remember about maybe a year ago or so as I was finishing up a training and we really were tasked with trying to put words to what what do we feel like? Where if we could put a lot of energy towards something, what what do we feel our calling is? What is our purpose going forward? And and I really came upon this thought of building a a space that I call Halcyon. And it really means a place of rest, a a place of peace, a place that is the golden times. And I think about this a lot. And as I developed art and healing, which we talked about last week, my dream is that people will come into their space of Halcyon where they are experiencing rest and peace and love and goodness. Mm-hmm. And so I developed this art class to help people move into that in ways that are just so gentle and tender. That's a dream that became alive in me. And and then as I moved toward planning it, and then I moved toward recording it, and then I moved toward putting it out there into the world. I hold on to a lot of deep desire that mm-hmm. many, many people will come into Halcyon as a result of doing this class. And so that's just one thing that is really on the front burner for me. But what what is it for you, Candace? Where are you feeling your, your desire and your dreams being stirred? Well, you can't just share all that without me having something to say. <laughs> All right. Have your something to say, girl. (laughs) Well, you're a nine on the Enneagram and you value those spaces of peace and rest and harmony and not just for yourself, but the whole group, the whole world, the whole world. (laughs) And I love that. And I just love how you have gotten really specific about, I mean, you've named it and you are taking steps towards it and you are continuing to heal. You're still on the healing journey. And so am I. And so that, that you haven't thought, oh, I've got to be here before I can dream and create. And so, oh, good job, Prim. I love that. So yeah, I was listening after you were sharing, you know, the place of peace or I was kind of laughing to myself because, so here's how it sounds for me. I want to get people freaking fired up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to, I want people to find their hell no. Hell no. I am not going to keep circling around this same mountain expecting different results. Mm -hmm. Hell no. I am not going to keep having no boundaries that allows other people to show up in my life in ways that's hurtful for them and and me. Hell no, I am not going to keep crossing other people's boundaries in a frantic need for connection. Yeah, it's just like whatever someone is struggling with, like I want to help people find their patterns and I want to help people heal so that they can get out of those patterns. I'm I'm going to introduce you for one second and say like, we are so good for each other because I will put them all to sleep and you are going to wake them up. 
<laughs> but but I interrupt. I, I I did interrupt you, and I I don't want you to lose you. You were just you were still going with that. So no, I hope you can come I, back. Actually, I am. I'm actually kind of proud of you for interrupting me, Cher. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> there, there's just sometimes that that it's okay to have a good interruption in there, and your voice matters, you know. And I think ultimately, okay, the dream is that as I have continued to heal more and more, and I am overcoming deep childhood pain and trauma, and I am writing every day now, I am experiencing so much hope that not only can I heal and overcome the evil that has come against me, my dream is to help other people do that as well. You know, it's specifically, it's kind of twofold for me. Like you and I meet adult women in different ways in our community who are overcoming childhood trauma. And so I, I want to be a blessing to them and, and to encourage them and to help them heal too. But I'm also very cognizant that I want children today in real time to experience happy, healthy homes. The less trauma a child experiences, the better our world will be. So it's a big dream, Mm. but I, I actually don't think I can get away from this dream. I've actually had this dream before I healed. Yeah. Or got on the healing journey in a way that I saw big shifts. Yeah. And I really love the way that you express the hell no concept. And I would love for you to say a little bit more about that, particularly in respect to your dreams of what does it mean? What is it that you're really saying? Because I feel like this is so important. And even just you affirming me and using my voice, right? Because the fact is, is like, I've had a really hard time saying hell no, even in little situations, like we talked about one this morning, where I was experiencing a situation where I kind of did need to say hell no, but even in just a quiet way, because I wasn't being attacked in any way, but I needed to rise up and say, I already told you this, this is how I wanted this particular thing to go. And it's not going that way. And I want to bring it to your attention again. That's how I do hell no. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm glad you shared that because when I listen to what's going on in other people's lives, and I'll just say there, I had a friend the other day, and then even your story this morning, there's a part of me that says, okay, will you just give me their phone number? <laughs> yeah. We'll let them know. Right. I will let them know. I will do it kindly, but I will do it firmly. So yeah, I think that hell no, there's a few different ways to look at the hell no. When I first started story work, I had not yet... It, it so we we would talk about it in the way that we've learned about repentance. That repentance <laughs> a lot yeah. of people are gonna tune you out right there because oh yes. So I, go, but I, I want to say to our listeners, hang in there, like, yeah, you're gonna bring a beautiful way of repentance that is very different, especially people who've who've come to know that term through some kind of a religious context. Yeah. So when I started to understand that there were things about my story that I was believing lies about myself in, 
And as the story came forth and I had other eyes and other ears and witnesses to open up my capacity to see, there was a hell no that began to arise against that lie, against those lies that sometimes we don't even know how much we're in the lie because it's been our normal. So our hell no is our repentance to say, I am not going to believe that lie anymore. Yeah. Our hell no is also can be in, in ways of where we've allowed other people to cross our boundaries. And I want to say, or we have crossed other people's boundaries. This isn't about, it's always somebody else's problem. No, we have our issues too, that we learn to say, oh, hell no. Crossing other people's boundaries not only hurts them, but it also hurts me. So it's actually getting into the particularities of our stories to find out where we were saying yes to lies Mm. and being curious, how do we find our hell no to this? Yeah. How, How do we say, hell no, I'm not circling around this mountain again? Because it it hurts me, it hurts others, and I'm trying to survive, and God's inviting me to dream. Yeah. Yeah. I love it so much. And I think a lot, I, I think we've experienced this kind of repentance in our community so much, where as love has intersected a person's narrative, where they always believed a certain thing and they, and, or I'll say we, as we always believed a certain thing and we agreed with lies or curses that came against us. And then love intersects that path and someone speaks into our narrative in a new way and says, I don't, I don't agree. I am not agreeing with you in that place. And just the way that I can remember sometimes being startled by that, like, what do you mean? It's what I've always thought was true. Mm -hmm. And when someone else brings love into our narrative, we now have the opportunity to look at our story differently, look at who we are differently. And then Mm -hmm. when we come to that place where we say, I don't want to continue to agree with Mm -hmm. that lie or that curse or that way of being, Mm -hmm. that that is then the walking out of our repentance. When we do life in a new way, where we are also now bringing love into our story and then into the stories of people around us, rather than continuing to hold on to those old ways. Mm -hmm. And then how, just as you said, Candace, how that then opens the way for us to dream about a whole new way of doing life. Mm -hmm. and having meaning in the world. Mm -hmm. I used to think about how, you know, I hear people talk about blind spots and it, it always produced a little bit of anxiety in me because my experience was as a blind spot meant you're worse than you actually think you are. Yeah. And I will just say in the context of what we've experienced, Blind spot isn't about pointing out your sin and how wrong and bad you are. It, it's about create helping someone have the awareness of ways that they're not living up to their full potential. It's such a kind way. Like when God says, 
my kindness will lead you to repentance. He's saying, I am going to draw you in with such kindness and help you see what I truly have for you that you're going to want to walk away from those lies. Yeah. As, as opposed to, you know, what sadly many of us have experienced and, and the, the pointing of the finger and the judgment and the shame that comes from ways that we're not living up to our full potential. Yeah. And all of those things cause us to become small and compacted. What freedom is all about is us becoming expansive and mm-hmm. us be, being able to and being invited into taking up more space in this world because as we heal and as we receive love and and begin to be able to give genuine love like we become the light in many respects that this world is so needy of mm-hmm. and so becoming more expansive and taking up more space and putting into the world the things that we are dreaming of and des- and having deep desire for it's worthy it's a it's worthy efforts to not lose heart when when things get hard or not be derailed mm-hmm. when things when we when we step out in in an area and it doesn't go exactly the way we want to not become derailed but to to maybe come back reflect but then keep moving forward yeah and i want to just say to those that are listening if if you feel disconnected to what we're saying maybe because it it actually feels kind of painful to dream and maybe maybe you are in a darker space where you're even wondering you know what is the meaning of all of this what's my purpose i want to invite you to actually reach out to us at candisshare at gmail.com you can find that on our facebook page or our our uh, website, Processing Trauma Out Loud. We care about this deeply. Not only have we seen dreams come alive and purpose formed, but we we are witnessing that in other people. And there's so much joy in it. Cher, I think the word that's coming to me, it's, it's so authentic. It's not coming from this place of needing to hide, pretend, or perform. Yeah. It's being born out of authentic, healing and connecting to why am I here? What gives me joy? What what is my calling? And, you know, Cher and I might be just one little segment of encouragement in your life, but we would be honored to be. Yeah, so true, Candice. And I think just as we wrap up this series of episodes on self-awareness. I also want to say to our listeners, if you are recognizing that you're, you haven't been in touch with your dreams and desires or your creativity or all the things that we've talked about through these, these four weeks, become curious. Hmm. Start asking the what questions. Start moving in a little more connect with someone who can help you, who can stay with you to help you go deeper, to begin to uncover the layers that have covered over what is so innately beautiful and valuable and worthy and glorious about who you are. We know this journey and we know that it is so worth it and that it's hard at times and you can't do it alone. I love that you're inviting our listeners to reach out to us and I just agree wholeheartedly. And so good to be with you, Candice, and do this work with you. And I, I really have loved this series on self-awareness. 
Yes, we are going to move into, by the way, I've loved it too. We have, we've gained more self-awareness in this series. I think we're going to move into, and here I am, Cher, doing it again. So um, we have to do it. We're going to talk about cultivating self-compassion. And I'm looking forward to that conversation. Me too. It's so good to be with you today. Love you, friend. I love you too. Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing, if you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandiceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Music was created by Kayla Paxton, and our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Audit Story, LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.